What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Visions Buchanan Campus. Today we are in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 21, and I'm going to be reading in the English Standard Version. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel, and he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call. Lie down again. So he went and lay down. And the Lord called again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. And the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place, and the Lord came and stood, calling, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant hears. Then the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I am about to do a thing in Israel, at which the two ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. On that day I will fulfill against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. And I declare to him that I am about to punish his house forever for the iniquity that he knew because his sons were blaspheming God and he did not restrain them. Therefore, I swear to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifice or offering forever. Samuel lay until morning, then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. And Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. But Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. And he said, Here I am. And Eli said, What was it that he told you? Do not hide it from me. May God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all that he told you. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. And he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was established as a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord appeared again at Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel at Shiloh by the word of the Lord. Well, we, I hope, are all pretty familiar with this story, the story of sweet boy Samuel. Um, and his precious mother, Hannah, who longed and prayed for him and who fulfilled the promise that she made the Lord to devote him back to the Lord and to the Lord's service. And that's what we see happening here right out of the gate. Verse 1, Samuel was ministering to the Lord. 
But isn't it fascinating how just a very few verses later, we see in verse 7 that it says, Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. Isn't this fascinating? It's so um, important, I think, for us to take away a few things from what we see here. Why is this story here for us? Why did the Lord in his divine wisdom and divine sovereignty determine that we should know the story of Samuel in this detail and the story of Eli and his sons and the, and the house of Eli? Obviously, there's something here for us to glean. And frankly, there is a ton here for us to glean. This has probably been one of the most difficult podcasts um, I've done because there's just so many things that I want to talk about that I think that the Lord is, is calling to us. But I will trust that he will do that in your heart as he has in mine. And so I just want to focus on this one thing, this one main area today, which is just this um conviction, this challenge, this warning, really, that it is possible to minister to the Lord. It is possible to literally live in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was and to not yet know the Lord. And this is an incredibly sobering thought to me. This is an incredibly... um, Well, outside of the Spirit of God, it's an incredibly fearful thing to me. But what is beautiful here, don't miss this, is that it's the Lord who calls. And the Lord was faithful to call Samuel. And it is important that Samuel was in a posture and in a position and in a frame of heart and mind to receive. His response at hearing his voice was an immediate, here I am. What do you need? How can I help? He literally ran to Eli. Now we know, of course, that that um, he loved Eli, that he served in the presence of Eli. And it also mentioned to us that Eli's eyesight had grown dim. So all of this information is relevant to the story at hand. But I think what, again, I, I really want to just focus on what the Lord's really laying on my heart is this contrast between Samuel and Eli, both living in the temple both in, frankly, shocking proximity to the very ark of God where his presence dwelled during this time. Um, and and they ministering to him. And yet not only is it possible, it was reality that neither of them essentially really knew the Lord or were, were walking in um, intimate relationship with the Lord based on what we read here. But the Lord called Samuel faithfully again and again. And let's give Eli some credit here because when Samuel came to Eli over and over, Eli did eventually discern that this was the Lord. And I love that Eli did not try to hijack this moment. I got to be honest, if I think about me, if I if I were Eli and I knew Samuel was was perhaps being visited by the Lord and called by the Lord, I would want that. I would want to know firsthand what it is that the Lord was going to say. And I think it would be really hard for me to be like, hey, Samuel, you know, you go lay back down and tell the Lord you're listening. Because I would think I would have had ear pressed to the door wanting to know what was going on here myself. But it was very good counsel of Eli to have him go back and tell the Lord he was listening. Eli didn't try to hijack the moment. He didn't try to overtake the moment and share 15 ways that Samuel could interpret the voice of God. No, he just said, go back and listen. (laughs) Tell the Lord to speak. 
and then you listen. And I think that's really wise counsel for all of us to receive, but then also to give. You know, many of us need wise counsel and the Lord has blessed us with a body of believers and um, our church with such caring and skilled um care ministry workers and and counselors and all of these resources which are super important but the goal of every godly counselor every godly friend advisor is to point everyone back to the word of the lord and that is through obviously his word in scripture but also into prayer and so i love that that eli had this opportunity and took it to to counsel wisely to samuel even though what was going to come was not in his favor by far and so i just think that's really the the main thing i want to camp out on today is just this idea that being surrounded by the things of god even being immersed in the things of god to the point of samuel's life was a ministry was a service he had been devoted from conception preconception to the work and the service of the Lord. And he was already faithfully performing that and yet did not have intimate relationship with the Lord. And so what I would say is that even if we are doing, even if you are doing all of these things that look and feel and are ministry to the Lord and to his church and to the world, if you are still experiencing a lack of joy of peace, of purpose, of um, strength in the Lord, all of these things. It's important for us to step back and say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. I'm, I'm here to hear from you because maybe we need to reevaluate the intimacy of that relationship. It's, it's, it's not in the doing that relationship is built. It's in the being that relationship is built, um, if that makes sense. It's in this intimacy, and that's what that word means. When it says Samuel did not yet know the Lord, it's actually very similar in language to the intimacy of a husband and wife knowing one another. It's talking about this intimate relationship, and the Lord desires to be known. He desires that relationship with us and obviously with Samuel. And so I just think that's really special. And so, you know, it's easy in this story to pick out very um, applicable and easy to digest reminders and inspirations. Yes, be in a posture to hear from the Lord. Yes, be eager to respond. Run to the voice that is calling us. Yes, take good godly counsel. Um, But then also that that we have to be alert to the very real reality and the tragedy that is taking place in what the Lord is actually going to tell Samuel. This isn't an easy thing for a young child who is serving his, um, you know, basically father figure, Eli, to hear these harsh words about what's going to happen, that they will be punished forever, that his house is beyond sacrifice or offering, and that it's because of the iniquity that Eli knew His sons were blaspheming God and he did not restrain them. So I guess that's a secondary thought today that that we can ask the Lord to reveal to us is what information do we have? What knowledge has the Lord um, revealed to us that we may need to act on? Now, it may be in response against something that is ungodly or it may be in response to something that is godly. But either way, we can see very clearly here the Lord is holding Eli accountable for what he knew and for what he did with that information. And I don't want to miss that for myself. I don't want to miss that we do have an obligation. We have a responsibility. And that is underscored throughout scripture. 
that we will be accountable for what we know. And so I think that's the secondary thing to, to consider today is, is how do we posture ourselves to hear from the Lord? How do we counsel others wisely? And how do we ensure that we are walking in a way that is worthy and glorifying of our Father by responding appropriately in the Spirit with His wisdom and knowledge um, to the things that are happening around us. And, And the bottom line here from beginning to end of this passage is that we need the Lord. We need the Word of the Lord, and we need to be in relationship with the Lord. So I hope that that will encourage you today. I hope that um, you will continue to join us as we keep investigating God's providence and his sovereignty in these times and in our times together. So I hope you'll come back and join us as we keep moving through 1 Samuel together. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.